Hey there! Welcome to the Rambling Gals Podcast. We are your hosts, Angela and Adriana, and here you'll find pretty much everything travel-related. We took a trip a few years ago and made a fair amount of mistakes that cost us money and messed up our plans. And since then, we've worked on perfecting travel itineraries and made it a goal to get as many people as we could out into the world exploring. So here you'll find our best travel tips and tricks, interviews with other travelers and business owners, a little bit of storytelling, and a lot of tomfoolery. Thanks for listening. Hi there, and welcome to the episode for today. Today we're talking about mistakes, something that we've made a lot while traveling. And I think there's a lot to say as far as taking the steps to be prepared as possible. But there's also some other stuff that comes up while traveling. Today we'll be talking about some common travel mistakes that we have all, that Angela and I have personally made and that we've seen others on our travels make as well. Yeah, so let's get in here and we'll break down some of, we have our top 10 basically rookie travel mistakes and we're going to give you some ways to minimize them so the first thing that we see a lot of is either under under planning or way over planning so this is like doing stuff like not doing research and missing out on really cool things that were right around the corner that you just didn't know about and um the other flip side of this is over planning so um i helped some people plan a trip at the travel agency I used to work at and they wanted like three tours a day and they wanted everything like down to the hour of like all the things they wanted to do. They wanted lunch reservations and they wanted an afternoon tour. And it was just like every day was crazy booked and like they both ended up getting sick and like missing stuff and it just basically ruined their whole trip. So it's like over planning and under planning are both bad things. (laughs) Right. You have to find a way to meet in the middle. Yeah. And it's like, you're there and you want to do everything. And it's so tempting. You're like, oh, we'll just be tired and we'll just push through and do it. But um, I think like picking a few things like that you must do and just focusing on those um, will really help out. Right. And over planning, if you over plan, you actually end up missing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because you're doing too much and there's those small things that you didn't get to do that you wanted to do Mm -hmm. or I know on our first trip, we tried to overplan. We did way too much and we ended up in each city in two, not enough time in each city. So in one city that we were at, we would just be so tired that we couldn't even actually do anything. Yeah. So we kind of ended right. up that up. Yeah. And that totally screwed us over. And it's like, if we had just gone at a reasonable pace and not wanted to overplan everything, we would have been fine and been able to do all the things we really, really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really nice, like just to have a beach day or have like a lazy day where you go do nothing or just whatever comes up. Those are fun too, to just have like those spontaneous uh, moments when you're not like super overplanned. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have those. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, so our second um, rookie travel mistake is to not research transportation. So that's like local transportation or the bus and the train schedules, because we've done this where we didn't really put in a lot of time to research how to get around with the local transport. Ended up taking you know, a taxi or a cab, and it cost us way, way more money, even though, I mean, 
was what, like $40 for the cab ride, but it could have cost us $5 if we took local transportation. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like not being a dunce and taking the time to figure out like, oh, can I take a local train here instead of just calling a taxi? Right. And then one time we were in London and we didn't check the underground schedule. We didn't check the bus schedule. And so we kind of just figured it would work out. And they stopped running, I can't remember, 11 or so. And we ended up luckily getting a train halfway to our (laughs) Airbnb. And then from there, we there were bus stops. And we had to run around all these bus stops trying to figure out when the next train would be there. It was pretty hectic. We ended up getting up, but it took a very long time. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like you're minimizing this uh, catastrophe. (laughs) It was like we were sincerely like running down the streets, like trying to find the right bus stop that would get us closest to our airbnb yeah. and just like we, we, and we were like we were I guess we'll before just... that before that too what's that i said we were arguing before that so it was just both of us like yeah like, angry stressed out <laughs> yeah and then we found like a, a bus that ran all night and it was like one euro i think I think yeah. we found out like way, way after the fact. Yeah. And yeah. The bus that we did take after the, it wasn't the underground, it was some sort of train. The bus that we ended up taking, um, we needed our, some sort of cards. I can't remember exactly what we needed, but we needed cards or cash, not like credit, right. but the bus card. And we didn't have either of those. So we just <laughs> kind of stood there and he was like, whatever, just get off. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, we could have solved our own problem so easily if we had just done like a tiny amount of, research like oh hey the underground doesn't run after whatever time we're gonna need to find a different way (laughs) i do have to say i figure i personally figured that out yeah pretty quickly for having about 10 minutes (laughs) right yeah that was pretty good (laughs) yeah that was that was my that was my moment and more of ansel's like i'm not doing anything right now yeah i was like get me home (laughs) i'm tired and angry (laughs) and i'm hungry (laughs) yeah Oh my gosh. So and actually I think that they have a an underground from the middle of London now that runs twenty four hours, I'm pretty sure. I yeah, they run the line or something. They I think I'll they started that a little after we had left. Shoot, man. They didn't know we were coming. <laughs> okay. So that's our second one is not researching uh, local transportation. We're gonna move on to our third one, which is food. Eating Fair yeah, food. Friend. One of the most important things to us. <laughs> and we've made this so 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 many times i can't even i don't even know how many times and i don't want to exaggerate but it's a lot we've eaten at crappy places or like right in the center of town just because we want we've been out and about like doing whatever we do and we get to the point that we're so hungry and kind of getting hangry that we just stop at the first place that kind of looks okay and so many times it's ended up being either way too expensive or not very good and we're so disappointed because we're in, you know, a cool place and we want to obviously try the food and the drinks and all that stuff and go to good places. And because we let ourselves get so hungry, we end up stopping at stupid places. Yep, there's definitely a lot of those. And we'll get some good yeah, ones every once in a while. Accident. <laughs> we just done research on good places to eat that definitely would have yeah, brightened our and day. I think I'm going to start, like, bringing <laughs> snacks out with me. <laughs> Go to the grocery store and bring snacks so I don't get to the point. I had snacks with me. Remember, I had my bag of snacks I carried around everywhere with me. (laughs) So embarrassing. (laughs) Like a really loud plastic grocery bag that I hooked on with one of those little, one of those carabiner hooks or whatever they're 
and I hooked it on the back of my backpack and it just oh, went everywhere with me. Good tip. <laughs> <laughs> and then when there were when it came to the bottom of the snacks, it was like the gross snacks yeah. that neither of us wanted. <laughs> but I wouldn't like throw them away. Of, uh, soup. That it was like dried powder soup. That was a little yeah, on me. Like, we carried around for like a month. <laughs> I carried around for a month and then I finally yeah. ate it and it was disgusting. Oh, well, this should have been in the garbage long ago. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely should have. <laughs> okay. Our next one is probably, I don't want to say the biggest one because, uh, yeah. Maybe the biggest one, but it's way overpacking. So we haven't done this a ton, but we've seen a lot of people really way, mm-hmm. way overpack. Yeah, I don't tend to overpack. Sometimes I, we tend to pack maybe the mm-hmm. wrong things. But overpacking is not something you want to deal with because then you got to ditch a ton of stuff. You bring stuff that you end up not needing and you're carrying it around for a month or more in your backpack, which is already just getting heavier and heavier yeah. by the second, especially in the time you're sweating <laughs> and, you're and shoulder sweat and you're I feel like your shoulders are yeah. going to break off. <laughs> and we've seen a lot so of this of too. We met these girls <laughs> And they have these huge bags, like, I don't know, 80 liters. And Angela and I have a 40 liter and like 35 mm-hmm. or something. And their bags are just, they're as big yeah. as they are. And they their bags and we're just sitting in their room hanging out with them. And the girl pulls out like a <laughs> full on mirror. Yeah, it was like as big as the basketball. <laughs> oh, and then... I they continued to show me some of the stuff that they had brought and I was just thinking well actually I wasn't thinking it I said it why on earth did you bring all of that and they're like I don't know we regret it we wish we brought less because it's just way too yeah, much and stuff at the end of the day you're the one that has to like lug it around town unless you brought a personal mm-hmm. butler with you it's got to be you <laughs> to carry it around right and on the topic of packing not necessarily overpacking but underpacking or packing along wrong things like i was saying we ditched some of our stuff not a whole lot but we ditched it and replaced it with other stuff because we just brought sometime the that first trip in europe we brought the wrong yeah. things like and there is <laughs> we brought like zero literally zero yeah. cute clothes we bought we brought like hiking clothes and yeah. I don't know what else. Is that if any of you we... have seen Miss Congeniality before she gets the makeover, like it just hit me one day. And I was like, we look like Miss Congeniality before she got the makeover when she has like that ugly crossbody, like canvas bag and that weird rain jacket and the flared pants and the running jean or the running shoes. I was like, that's us. <laughs> like as dorky yeah, as so... possible. <laughs> We did get better, and we have cute outfits now that we bring, but (laughs) at least we got the hiking gear right. That was important. (laughs) Yeah, our feet. And then we also kind of have, like, a rule where if we're going to bring something, it has to serve us at least two purposes. So for this, we do, like, if you bring a pair of, like, cozier shorts that you can pair with, like, a nicer top, you can wear it out during the day. But you can also use those shorts to sleep in as your pajamas. So, like, we're not going to pack yeah. just sweatpants that only serve us the purpose of being sweatpants at night. Mm, and yeah. they take up too much so room. If we're bringing something. It has to be like 
multifunctional for us. And that helps cut down on like, oh, I'm going to bring this top on the off occasion we go to the opera. That's not really a smart thing to bring. <laughs> Plus we share our clothes too. So that's yeah. pretty helpful. Mm -hmm. And our next one is phone slash technology. So just kind of plan this out right. If you think you're going to be texting your family a lot when you don't have service or when you're not connected to Wi-Fi, then get the texting plan or get a data plan or whatever you think that you're gonna, yeah. going to need. I know I didn't get the texting plan and I was texting my <laughs> family and I don't remember Wi-Fi or exactly what happened, but some of the texts went through when I wasn't connected and I got charged like $70 or something and the for the whole month it would have been $40 <laughs> so really I had no texting for the whole month and I paid more than I would have if I had just yeah exactly <laughs> and um yeah so that's important to check and then like another thing that I've heard from other people is like all the time people are forgetting like their chargers or their cords at the hostel or at your hotel or at your airbnb so um, people leave those mm -hmm. behind all the time. Like you could probably go up to a desk at a yeah. hostel and be like, hey, you have an iPhone 7 charger? And they probably have like 10 of them. <laughs> so just treat your charger yeah, like your exactly. phone. <laughs> Don't leave those behind. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're going to move on to your documents and uh, any medications or anything you need to bring. Um, so this is kind of like the don't wait until the very last minute to apply for your passport or your visa or get your vaccinations um, because you're going to end up paying yeah. a lot more money <laughs> to expedite. Yeah. Adriana can tell you about that one. <laughs> I got my yeah, I got my passport expedited because I waited much too long and it got here in time and everything. But yeah, you have to pay more and that sucks. You don't want to, you're going on a trip. You don't want to have to pay more money than you're already paying for something that could have been done it already. It costs a lot to get your regular passport without even the rush order on it or having to drive down mm -hmm. to the freaking consulate and spend the day there yeah. messing around um, at the very last minute. And yeah. Right. So, and this also vaccinations, I waited kind of a long time to get some vaccinations for our trip to Peru. And I, it was like in a weird time in my life where I was like running out of my health insurance. And so I had to get some of them at my <laughs> regular doctor. And then I had to go find like a traveler clinic that would give me the rest of them. And, you know, at your doctor, they might have to order them ahead of time because they don't keep them in stock all the time. So if you wait until like a week before, you just call your doctor and you're like, hey, I need a typhoid fever shot. And they have to tell you, hey, we don't have yeah. those. Uh, you can meet. Yeah, plus you get that stuff out of the way and don't yeah, have to worry about it. Yeah, and it costs a lot of money, so that's not a very nice surprise expense. Mm -hmm. $300 yeah, they are to get a shot. A it's not a very nice thing. Yeah, And then, so like, sometimes we bring medication that either I don't know if we can get there or, you know, it might just be a hassle to get it, to try to say it in whatever language you need to say it in. So we'll bring ibuprofen or we'll bring, I don't know, whatever we might need some might all <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. I find it easier to bring it instead of yeah, going to get it there. You don't want to, I don't know, have a headache and then have to go find the pharmacy and do that whole dealio. Mm -hmm. You're not feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't ever bring like cold medicine no, or cough neither. drops with me. If I get a cold, then I, that's something that I do right. just get there. Cause we like to keep our packing to a minimum and just risk it that we're not going to get yeah. a cold. <laughs> It only happened yeah. once, so. And then our last 
point to make on your documents is to bring paper documents with you. So we have a picture of each of our passports and it's in my Google Drive so we can access it wherever. And then we also printed out copies of our, like a picture of our passport with our license next to it. In case anything comes up, if mm -hmm. your passport's lost and you have to whatever, get a new passport while you're abroad, you at least have a paper document that, um, I don't know. I don't really know what it helps with in the process, but I've heard that it helps with something. <laughs> <laughs> and we even go all out. We print out the paper documents mm -hmm. twice, and I keep one of my own yeah. to give Angela mine. <laughs> We're extra cautious with that. <laughs> yeah. We are, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to money here. The big topic of money that I think a lot of people make is not budgeting correctly. So either... Yeah. Maybe you don't know, you didn't go through all of the possible expenses you might have. Like you didn't calculate your alcohol costs if you're going to be drinking out or you didn't calculate your travel insurance or your vaccinations. And you just didn't factor that into the amount of money that you have to save. And then also when you're on the trip, like not sticking to a budget of however many dollars a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't just the first week you go, don't just throw all your money and spend it because you're going to yeah. for the rest of <laughs> You're going to be doing street performances on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually ran out of money on a, one of our trips on that first trip that we took. And I, my sister had to help me and <laughs> let me, let oh me some gosh. money. I know I've heard it from so many people. And actually when we were in Germany at Oktoberfest, my boyfriend and I were taking the train back to our campsite and this girl was there and she had gotten her, like a bank card stolen or something and you know she didn't have any extra money and she was just out of money and you know all of those things go along with it she didn't really know what she was going to do and i suggested you know you can go work at a hostel for a while and you get free accommodation and free food at least <laughs> you can scrape by for a few days or a week or whatever um yeah but yeah it's just weird, weird stuff that comes up like that that you kind of get your your shit out of luck for and we also met this guy in Ireland who was supposed to be traveling for a year. And actually, he had a huge backpack, too, if you remember Adriana. His backpack was massive. And he had, like, a tent in there. I think he had, like, a jet boil for camping, all kinds of stuff. Oh, I remember his pots and pans. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, you know, you can buy those here, you know. <laughs> you don't have to pack those. And he was supposed to be traveling for a year. And he was telling us that he had already spent a thousand dollars in his first week that he was there and so, like that's a prime example of you know maybe he had a couple thousand dollars saved up for a year obviously and you just kind of like lose track and you just go wild and you just start yeah, it's money. Just so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really easy to do but yeah being able to stay on track and budget for your day is really an important thing <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah the next part of that is don't carry too much cash with you. You really don't need to carry a whole lot of cash. Um, most places will have ATMs where you can continue to get more cash, especially throughout Europe and whatnot. And I mean, you can carry cash, but you really don't need a whole lot, especially if you lost your bag or you got pickpocketed. Hopefully mm -hmm. not. Then you're not losing too much. Mm -hmm. You don't need to carry like, thousand dollars worth of cash in your in your pocket or have to leave it in the hotel or anything like that it's mm -hmm. you know there's atms everywhere that you can just pop in and get a few hundred dollars out. if you're worried just research beforehand on where you're going and see what the atm situation is like it's most likely going to be pretty good mm -hmm. <laughs> and one of our 
most handy tips is that we always bring two bank cards with us. So each of us will bring our mm -hmm. debit card and our credit card, and then we'll each give the other person one of our cards. So that way I have my debit card and I also have Adriana's credit card. And then Adriana has her debit card and she has my credit card. So that way, if yeah. I get my wallet stolen, each of us will still have a card in Adriana's wallet. <laughs> or if you're like me and you leave your bank card <laughs> in the ATM. <laughs> then you can use uh, the credit card that your travel companion is holding right. on to. <laughs> when you have over overplanned your vacation and you're so tired, you leave your credit card in the ATM machine. <laughs> then you got to back up. Like, oh, no. Yeah, where's my ATM card? Oh, that's right. I'm pretty sure I left it in that machine back there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you noticed for like a while. I didn't until we got back. Yeah. <laughs> To our accommodation, where we were rough. saying, and we met those two um, Canadian brothers that I think one of them had gotten his wallet stolen. Stolen, and luckily, obviously, his brother was with him, so he could, you know, lend him some money. But that was a lucky case. So if you're by yourself, there's nobody to lend you money. Definitely have. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm just. I'm so forgetful and airheaded that. I would must have two at least two cards with me. Mm -hmm. I take my I take my two credit cards and my debit card whenever I go. Yeah, me too. If you're planning a trip and the amount of things you need to do makes you want to curl up in the fetal position and take a nap, you're definitely not alone. From learning how to budget during your trip to when to book your flights and getting around some of those barriers you have to travel, we put together four days of helpful information, including videos, podcast episodes, and some handy worksheets to help get you out into the world. If you're struggling and think that traveling is not in the cards for you, this is the kick in the ass you need. You can sign up for our free four-day challenge at theramblinggals.com slash travel challenge. See you in there! Our next maybe rookie travel mistake is forgetting <laughs> that you can do laundry. So even, you know, if you're only gone for a week or two weeks, you can pretty easily get by without doing laundry. But if you're on a longer trip, that kind of eliminates your need to overpack because if you just think, Hey, I have these clothes and I can just wash them like I do at home, then I don't need to pack all this extra stuff. So we do laundry a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, mostly because it's like sweaty and smelly from hiking and just dusting. from hiking, yeah. <laughs> not from regular daily life, <laughs> from strenuous <laughs> activity. Um, but maybe like people are planning on doing laundry, but then they forget to plan to do laundry. So there were places that we waited until probably too late to do laundry, and then we ended up yeah. having to pay more than we should have paid because we were just kind of desperate, and we didn't like save a clean outfit for laundry day. So we were wearing like our cleanest dirty clothes for laundry day and <laughs> like washing the rest of them. So if you can manage to save like a laundry yeah. day outfit for that day. Yeah. We were in Peru and we walked around to like five different laundry shops and they do, they have to do the laundry for you. Mm -hmm. And none of them would do same day laundry service. Right. I think we put up like the next day 
af- not even in the morning, like afternoon. Yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> but I need clothes. <laughs> I don't have any clean clothes. You don't understand. Where my right now are not clean. Yeah, that's a good point too. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's not always like same day or five hour laundry. You gotta wait overnight. And then another time we did laundry in Peru and we, I don't remember if we were leaving in the morning, but we had to knock on their door and wake them up or something to get our laundry back. No, that wasn't us. That was people we were traveling. Oh, with. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like not, it was like 10 o'clock at night and the group was like, Oh my gosh, our laundry. I, I have to leave in the morning or something. And I didn't get my laundry. So <laughs> we had to go over there and knock on the people's door, yeah. like the laundromat's door and they lived there. So yeah, luckily <laughs> came out and brought the laundry. <laughs> yeah. And I think the, obviously, I don't know, obviously. Okay. The thing that usually is dirty the quickest is your underwear and you always run out of that first. So what we do if we're staying places for a longer amount of time, we just wash our underwear like in our room and we just hang it up to dry and mm-hmm. do our own laundry. We bring like little laundry leaflets. Yeah. Socks and underwear. Yep. Of just like that stuff that, you know, runs out really quickly that you can make it a few more days without doing laundry if you have at least clean underwear and socks and a sports bra or whatever. And it can just dry in your room. So that's something yeah. that we've done. We- we plan that accordingly mm-hmm. because we'll plan that if we have like the room to ourselves yeah. or, you know, <laughs> be hanging underwear in my bunkmate that I just met five yeah. minutes. Do you mind? Bar. <laughs> I would not want to be in that room. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> and then the very last thing that we wanted to talk about is if you don't look up etiquette or tipping or things that are rude, I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make also. So a good example that we have is, <clears throat> so in America, it's like your waiters and your waitresses are really friendly and they kind of like check in on you multiple times during the meal. If you're yeah, always like, hey, how's your meal going? And usually you get the check before you're even finished eating and they just say like every time every time yeah i don't know that i remember a time where it was like way after or slightly after it's like <laughs> when you're halfway through your meal you get a check and they say oh no rush <laughs> um but for example if you're in italy you know there's not gonna be a waiter checking in on you constantly and you they ask yeah and basically they like give you your space to enjoy your meal and they don't rush you to get out of there and get a new table in And so when you're ready to pay and you've chatted for 45 minutes or an hour, you basically just like politely wave your hand and have your waiter come over so you can pay. So I don't think we knew that at first. Like we were confused about how to pay. Like, do we go up to the register? (laughs) What do we, are we just going to wait here for an hour until? Yeah. We were like, why aren't they bringing our check? Yeah. And it was very confusing. Hey. Yeah. We're like, do we pay beforehand? Do we mess this up completely? We were just so confused. So I think like just knowing those things and then you don't confuse it like, oh, are they being rude or do I just not know Mm -hmm. what to do? And I've heard that from other people that they think the service in other countries is like not very good or not as friendly or polite. Right. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't have the same like, oh, be overly friendly so you can get a tip from your customers kind of deal. Yeah, they probably think that our service is irritating. I can't imagine, yeah. 
Sometimes I think it is too. I'm like, I just started eating. Why are you checking on me already? <laughs> just be just began my meal. Yeah, that's what you think. And then if they're not there five minutes later, you because you need ketchup, you're like, what what the hell is going yeah. on? <laughs> they know any branch. Anyway, so those are our top ten like common travel mistakes that uh people make on their first trip or their first few trips, kind of as you're figuring things out. And hopefully those are some helpful tips on how to minimize them. And so you don't do the same things that we've done because <laughs> we've done all of these. Well, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye now. See you later. Catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Rambling Gals podcast. You can always head to our website, theramblinggals.com for more travel resources and our archive of podcast episodes. If this podcast was right up your alley, we would love to receive a review from you. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode from us. See you on the next one.